Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal, your host on WISN Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Paul. <laughs> and also good morning to John White joining us from the Kowal Investment Group as well. Good morning, John. Good morning. And yes, Jeff, your light doesn't work on your okay, microphone I'm, button. Okay, I'm pounding it. It's not going on. <laughs> Every guest today, pounding it. Uh, no, we can hear you. It's just, okay, good. It's a burned out bulb. Good to have John White back in studio. Officially, your title, John? Uh, financial advisor. Financial advisor. Jeff, your title? President. I guess so. Yeah. Among others, Chartered Financial Consultant, Jeff is an investment advisory rep, Chartered Life Underwriter, accredited estate planner. This speaks to Jeff and his staff who also do the market updates in both Madison and Milwaukee, Monday through Friday, on both stations. Uh, you made the Barron's Top Financial Advisor list the last five years. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Uh, Barron's is a publication um, that, that looks at, well, there's 435,000 uh, financial advisors in the country. They narrow it down to a top 1,200. We were fortunate to make that list. You know, it's it's... Not all about us. You know, we've always felt that if we did what was best for our clients, that we would get recognition nationally. Mm -hmm. And that has happened with, with Forbes, with um, uh, Barron's, with Financial Times, with a number of different publications. We're fortunate with that. Great clients. Now, we're here to take your calls. Clearly, any retirement question is welcome. It's going to be fun to get some calls today. It, it would be, Jeff. Uh, I agree. And they can now text us questions as well. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 414-799-1130. Same number as always, but the ability to text for many people who are busy or just don't have time to sit on hold, even though you don't wait too long, we'll get to your questions. Uh, we prefer the calls, but we welcome texts. I have no problem answering texts. Sure. So use the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 799-1130. Uh, Jeff's website for more info, thekowalway.com. I mentioned that because we've got some exciting news. You added a fifth location in Racine. That's right. We actually are, are open there now. Uh, great location. It's on uh, I-43 and uh, Highway 20. We, you can see our sign from the freeway. So it's a great location, Racine, right across from Foxconn. We have our other locations in Port Washington for Mequon, Thamesville, Grafton, north side of Milwaukee. We All those have, Foxconn executives are going to come. Now they're going to see your sign. Uh, they, and they should really just pull up to our office. Why not? And right? just drop off a bag of money. That right. would be okay. That's, right. We specialize with people who have bags of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, we've got the, but it should be fun there. And we're we're th we're doing some things there. Aaron Spitzner's uh, going to be at that office a lot. Uh, he's he's uh, excited about that. We all are uh, doing some things in that area in, in Racine, Kenosha, Caledonia, that's the whole south side of Milwaukee. So it's on. I-43 at Highway 20. Yes. Um, in Racine. That's you added that the four other locations, Jeff, we should mention you. Your world headquarters in Waukesha. That's right. You're in Madison and in the Middleton offices. That's why we're on WIBA in Madison. And in Port Washington, Wisconsin as well. Also Phoenix. Arizona, just in my Phoenix office, and uh, it's it's. Uh, but I'm back here now. Yeah. <laughs> you should have stayed. Yeah. Well, there's 
Jane thought I probably should have, but that's okay. This is fun to be back. Yeah, sure it is. Uh, <laughs> 20 below suits you just fine. What is Phoenix right now this time of year? That's about 65. Okay. I think it was hitting 72, so it's, not, it's pretty nice. Yeah, not bad. But we have that. an office down there on... Uh, if people know the area, it's on Tatum between Cactus and Chase, so it's right in the Paradise uh, Village. Great location. Uh, see clients there a lot. A lot of cl- people from here are down there as well. Snowbirds. Uh, so it's a great, and we've got some listeners there too. Bill and Jane are always listening. So it's you know there are people that listen all the time. I heart still, app. I love that's it. Right. And if you're in your car, I tell so many people say this time of year I lose you guys like during Belling's afternoon show. But well, we power down, right? Yeah. You have to. Uh, SCC laws. We can't get around that. But use your iHeart app. And it sounds phenomenal. I don't know what I would do if I couldn't listen to Jay in the morning and while I'm working out and that's down in Phoenix and, you know, belly in the afternoon. Monday through Friday, we do the business reports. Three o'clock news block, five o'clock news block, right at the top of the hour at three o'clock. We do a live report that give you an idea of what's going on in the market that particular day. If it's government um, shutdown that's causing things, now it's open. Uh, uh, whether it's uh, government reports, corporate earnings, whatever it happens to be that particular day, it's driving a retirement plan, your investment. Investments up or down that particular day. We wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and uh, tech-heavy NASDAQ. That's Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block on WISM Milwaukee, 455, uh, just before the news on Vicki McKenna's show on WIBA in Madison. Let's lay out the rest of the show with John White in studio. We're here to take any questions that you have. And I, I mentioned the phone line is open, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. So call us at 799-1130. The Boss Minute coming up with Aaron Kowal talking about business owners and their savings. And always, every week, the sexy segment about wealth management and preservation in the back half of the show, sometime in the second half of the program. Uh, in between your calls, and we always start the program, with Jeff, with a few topics that you have Worked on throughout the week, things that are in the news and affect our retirement. Okay. First of all, I want to start with, you know, how we differ from others is that from top to bottom, everybody in our office talks retirement planning, uh, which I think is unique. Uh, Specific training in all areas of retirement planning, cash flow analysis, uh, retirement benefits, uh, tax provisions, special tax provisions, uh, things you need to look out for, social security, estate planning, long-term care, investments. We manage almost, almost a billion dollars of investments for, for our clients. But I was flying home, uh, and I was sitting next to a guy from Raytheon, and he was just looking at retiring. And he said, yeah, I did a cash flow analysis, plugged it into the computer, and I'm so excited, I can retire. And I, said, and I just leaned over to him and said, in your calculations, just out of curiosity, because he told me how much he wanted to spend, I said, did you include anything for inflation? He said, oh, I think I missed that one. I said, you might want to go back and do your numbers. And John uh, came up with an article that, that uh, addresses specifically that, and that's the type of thing that can destroy an otherwise successful retirement plan. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, inflation since 1913 has averaged 3%. Um, and so if you include the 70s, remember in the 70s, we had mortgage rates, you know, maybe north of 20%. We had bank CDs paying 15%. Um, apart from that, it's been a smooth 3% ride when you average it all out. So the way I explain this concept to clients, because inflation can become kind of tricky to understand, is imagine you have a CD at the bank and it's worth $100,000 and you're getting 1% on that CD. So by the end of the year, you get your statement and it says $101,000. So you're quite happy with that. But what we do is we factor inflation into it. So if inflation is running at 3% and you're getting 1% on your CD, the real return adjusted for inflation 
is actually 98,000. But you won't realize it's 98,000. Right, exactly. You won't realize that 98,000 until you go spend it on real things like cars, homes, whatever. Um, so I'm not saying bank CDs are bad, but we want to make sure we're getting your investments ahead of that 3% number so you've got a positive real return. So when you plan your retirement, when you plan, Jeff, your client's retirement, you you have to factor inflation. Absolutely. And, but, 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 okay, take, for example, the guy in the plane. He didn't. He just ran r- r- nor- today's numbers. Yeah. Well, they're going to be different um, whenever we retire. I don't know what his, and they his can plan that They can be up or down. Uh, you know, for the most part, it's going to be more, that you're going to need more money, at least for the first 15 years uh, of retirement. And he was 61, so at least, and he's not retiring right away, but he at least it's in sight. But, uh, um, you know, if, if, if you look at it, you're going to be relatively active, you're going to be doing things, your lifestyle isn't going to, shouldn't change a whole lot yeah. for the first few years. It may be less later on, and you don't know what health insurance is going to cost either. Yeah, um, let's get back to the inflation, John. So if you don't plan for it, and you've got some actual numbers mm-hmm. in front of us uh, that, that are quite alarming, actually. Right, so um, these are averages. So uh, this little chart is showing prices in 2016 and what they'll be in 2046, so 27 years from now. Um, so the average dining out... Um, so for one person dining out um, in 2016, it was $12.75. Now, of course, there's some restaurants that are very expensive, right? But that's just your average eating out. Uh, by 2046, we expect an individual to pay around $30 for a meal. Wow. Now, <laughs> by 2046, yeah. 30 bucks. That makes sense, no, right? Yeah, so if you're looking at a $50 meal, it's going to be $150. Uh-huh. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got a date, though, you're looking at $60. Now, this is for an average, average place. Um, let's see, cable, cable TV. Now, who knows if we'll have cable in 2046, right? right? Yeah, we'll cut the cord by then. But it'll be some <laughs> form of, you're going to have to yeah, pay for it. it's still not cheap. It's yeah, just, right. Yeah, I don't think there's such a thing as free content, uh, no. especially. But yeah, $99 around uh, about now per month. 2046, $256. Oh, man. Uh, the average cup of coffee. I've got a cup of coffee here. Um, now, this is this is none of that latte fancy stuff just this is just straight, straight old co- coffee straight old black coffee two dollars and seventy cents a cup today by 2046 seven dollars um almost the, like a starbucks now almost like, exactly so <laughs> i actually thought about that i was like yeah. hey hold on a second yeah <laughs> there are some coffees that are seven bucks right now right yeah uh average pair of jeans 34 dollars today by 2046 49 dollars um we should see the cost of power go up, electricity. Um, so $1,300 is the average price you're going to pay um, per year. No. Yeah, $5,236 by 2046. And then finally, nursing home care. Most people know about this. You know, the average um, private room is $6,235 per month. Um, we're looking at $16,000 by around 2046 per yeah, month. A month. A month. 16 grand, we're right now, that's, it's at six. That's a, such a key thing because what we do, again, we, we try to help our clients envision what's going to happen in the future. And some of the things that we plan for are things that may not be as pleasant. You know, a nursing home stay as an example. And if it's if the average private now, depending on the area, is around nine or $10,000 a month, you plug in inflation and say it's not going to. Hopefully, it's not going to happen until you're 80, 80 to 85. If it does happen at all, what's it going to cost at that time? Well, then a lot of times plans explode at that time. So you have to take a look at that. Uh, but but pay pay attention. Um, one thing that we used to do, I remember we were doing seminars, and a, a guy said, "Yeah, this uh, his, his uh, uh, so this will be brief, Paul. Um, his 
his, his agent, it was a Northwestern Mutual guy, he had done a calculation for him 20 years ago, and he said the numbers were nuts. He said, I'm not going to need $40,000 a year of income. Well, the guy had passed away, the, his agent had passed away, and he pulled out this book. And this was 20 years later, and all the inflation numbers that he said that were going to be nuts, they were right on the money. Wow. So it's, it was pretty interesting that when you plug in inflation, you say, I won't need $150,000 a year. Well, you might. Well, uh, what you just said, John, before, okay, I'm paying, you know, twelve seventy five for an average dinner right now. It's going to be 30 bucks. Yeah. You, you look at it and think, no way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I can see that. The, everything you mentioned, that's inflation. So you've got to plan it. Uh, good illustration, Jeff, if you fall short, if you don't factor in the inflation, you will fall short. You will fall short. Yeah, because you have to plan for that, or you have to dramatically cut your lifestyle. And most people aren't willing to do that. Some will do that. Some will say, I'm, you know, I'm just going to do traveling for a number of years. In any event, whether you plan uh, to be aggressively traveling or active for, for how many years, you still have to plan for inflation because it's going to affect everything in your retirement. The, the, we'll be right back. Uh, you can find out more online, thekowalway.com, with John White, financial advisor in studio, your host, Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. We are taking your calls. If you've got questions, comments to anything that you heard about planning with inflation or how do you factor that in, retirement questions are welcome right now. The Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open. Call us at 799-1130 or text us on that Acunet line. Again, 799-1130. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. The vast majority of family business owners want to pass their business to second generation, but most do not eventually pass it down. Studies have shown that 80% of business owners want to pass on their business, but actually only a third of those actually do pass it on. In fact, by the third generation, only 12% of family businesses are family-controlled. It's a tricky thing, selling a family business. One can't ignore the family dynamics and personalities of the individual family members. The focus can't just be on maximizing the value of the sale of the business. There needs to be additional focus on maintaining family harmony. This can't be emphasized enough. Sometimes the business is the glue holding a family together. Are there other family members that want to get involved after or during the sale? Timing of the sale is also an issue. Where are we in the business cycle? Is the value at an all-time high? How will the value look if there's a downturn in the economy? There are so many things to address, and fortunately, there are many ways to deal with the issues that face the sale of family business. I can't stress enough how important it is to have a team of advisors to help evaluate all aspects of the sale. The team should consist at least of a CPA, estate planning attorney, qualified appraiser, and a wealth manager that specializes in working with family businesses and retirement planning. It's crucial to go through the financial planning process to make sure you're addressing all areas of your financial life. Today's Boss Minute with Aaron Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group and, you know, businesses. And, Jeff, we're going to get into another topic that deals with uh, one of your clients having to sell a business and what they right. go through. Uh, but Aaron just addressed that, and we, at least once a week, we mentioned retirement plans. For business owners, some of those guys, maybe they do have a, a nice, solid retirement plan. Some of them, it's all tied up in the business. Yeah, I think today is... is 
there just happened to be a number of articles that addressed what our clients are going through right now with regarding their business. And this one, this first one I was going to go through was a Forbes article, the five most important things to know before selling your business. And this is one thing that Aaron was talking about. Did you want to get phone numbers or something? Oh, yes, yes. Because <laughs> let's get some calls fired up. <laughs> Jeff is doing my job for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Paul. The, the Accunate Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 799-1130. And yes, uh, we are looking for uh, phone calls on your retirement. If you are a business owner, pay attention to the story. And if you want to chime in with questions or comments or reaction, we welcome that as well. Again, line is open for talk or for the texting on the Acunet Mortgage Line, 799-1130. If you're in business for yourself, you know that things don't always go as smoothly as you would hope. Some do, but there are always going to be things with employees, with markets, with the economy, with all kinds of things. So to expect your sale of your business to be completely flawless you know you've been through it before that it doesn't it doesn't always work flawlessly so this this article i thought was pretty good it's uh just did one it's it's one with forbes uh, article selling a business can change your life and therefore requires serious preparation countless questions to ask yourself to ensure you're 100% satisfied with the deal chances are your biggest concerns involve numbers the current state of your business and your personal readiness. So the five things that they, and I, this is pretty good, and as we walked through this with our client, it wasn't a, a lot different from this. Is the valuation correct? Step one is obtaining a rough estimate of business valuations. You can do this by coming up with three numbers, picking the highest one and factoring, factoring in profitability. First number, business and assets and liabilities. That's, you know, so you have what, what do you have to sell in terms of physical plant? And second is an assessment of current net worth of the business's income stream. And lastly, find out how much similar companies are worth or have sold for. So a lot of times there will be a multiple, 2.4 as an example, or 2.6 or, 2 or 1.5, that you look at your gross revenue and depending on whether that revenue is expected to continue, what kind of multiple can you get for it? Next is the timing right. If your company is on a decline, this is not the right time to sell. You don't right. bail when things are bad. Just like President Trump talking about selling from or negotiating from a position of strength. This is the same thing. Any expert will confirm that the idea to sell your company uh, when your company is not in its prime is not a good thing. You want to do it when it is in its prime. Um, Third is, yeah, you might think that the state of your industry is more important factor than the state of the general economy. It's generally not true. Um, the general economy, somebody has to be able to pay for your business, has to have the uh, uh, ability to get financing for it. So there are a number of things that come into play when you look at selling your business. Uh, you also shouldn't sell solely to, to score a nice chunk of cash. Why? I was wondering about that too. I that was that was that's interesting. That's that's interesting that you would say that. If somebody offers me an obscene amount, would I accept it? Probably not. They all say money talks, right? Name yeah. your price. There's always a price. Um, yeah, but we're not for, for most sale, people. It, you know, but if you don't want to sell, you don't want to sell. But it, yeah, but if if you are ready to sell, and I think that's what they're saying, then make sure that you're ready to sell. Then if somebody walks in with a nice pile of money, that's okay. Next, are you prepared to answer questions? This is a key one because we've bought, we've bought a couple of practices, acquired and merged with them, the Madison practice and the one in Port Washington. Buyers will expect you to answer a lot of questions. They'll want to know about the history of your business, how the valuation was calculated, nature of business partnerships, and why are you selling. Uh, and also, can the business survive without you? John's a perfect example. I mean, I don't know what 
God's plans are for me. If something might happen suddenly, we've got Aaron, John, Joe, uh, Paul, just a great team of people behind us. I was going to bring that up before. As you talk about selling a business, sometimes in a family business, I mean, we can use yours as an example. Sure. There is a succession plan in place, right? Yeah, I mean, right. The next generation is ready to step in and take over. So you don't want to sell. No, but the one in the sexy segment, we're going to talk about that. Uh, about what, you know, do you have a successor in, in mind? And if not, then what? But uh, next is, do you have a clear-cut plan for your future? Most sensible reason to sell is not to strike a rich. Again, we question that. Uh, but to enter a new lifestyle that is just as more fulfilling than running your business. Where, where are you getting this from, Jeff? Where's, it's a Forbes magazine. It's a Forbes article. magazine yeah. article. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, if you, get, you come up with a lot of cash, that that's, that says a lot. Yeah, we I can, can, I can, we be can happy disagree do, with a few of these things in Forbes. I can list. be happy doing a lot of things. Yeah. Um, uh, but as you're as a business owner, you're well aware that the future becomes a lot less intimidating when you have a clear set of personal and financial goals to work with. For a lot of the, our clients that are business owners, and for people that we've helped with the sale and, of their business and transition into retirement, um, they've all gotten to that point because they had a clear idea of what they wanted to do. They they made plans. They knew the profitability. All those things, and to go into the next stage of your life and not have that ready, and that's what Aaron Kowal addressed when he. Uh, did his uh, boss minute now. If you have a clear plan, it's easier to walk away from your business when you have a clear plan. Jeff, I've never owned a business, but I, I would think that if if you are uh, running a business and you're making payroll, you're paying your bills, you've got all, and you're just kind of getting by and you've been used to the whatever annual salary you're paying yourself over the years, all of a sudden you sell. you got a boatload of money, right? <laughs> That's the objective. That's the hope. And, and that boatload of money is a new boatload of money. You just got paid that for the yes. sale of the business. That's where the plan, you got you to have a plan for Absolutely. that Absolutely. And we call that one of the items when you're suddenly wealthy. You talk about the sale of your business um, and inheritance. If you retire and you have a lump sum in your 401k, and now what do you do with it? And how do you define wealthy? I mean, one guy might say 500 grand. Right. That could be wealthy. Another might say it's 5 million. But it could be a divorce. It could be selling property. It could be any number of reasons why you get a load of money that comes in. First of all, we'd like to be involved before you get that load of money to see if there are some things from a tax standpoint that we could do to help minimize the taxes before you get that. Or in a transition, once you get that, if you can't avoid it, are there some things from a tax standpoint? And then managing those assets for you, drawing income from it, growing the income, and then passing it on to your heirs, or growing the assets. So those are a lot of objectives. And the last thing here is, are you emotionally ready? You may be ready to let go of your business, but being ready for the process of letting go of your business is a whole nother story. For some, this process could take nearly an entire year. Um... The, the there's the process of selling your business could you know because you're looking for information working closely with perfect strangers for so long can be emotionally draining especially if you aren't completely positive you're selling to the right people or you're already burned out let's just let's just get this over with well sometimes they do take a little bit longer and the patience will be will pay off uh, and some go quickly one that just recently sold one of our clients they sold to existing employees the transition went smooth everything is happy the business is continuing on and doing very strong the people so, that were involved you've probably seen it all over the years Jeff, oh, yes. where people are so emotionally tied it's it's their life their business is their life and ending that is an abrupt change. Others are ready to run as fast as way. You know, I'm just ready to, to retire. Well, not unlike your home or like anything else. A lot of times people think it's worth more than it actually is. Um, 
it's worth a lot to you, but when somebody else looks at it from as from an outsider's position, they might have the same feeling, same emotion, same thought about that. But yet, this you put your life and your your life's work into this, and now this is going to do a number of things for you in retirement, create wealth for you, hopefully create income for you, a lifestyle. This will be your retirement plan, uh, in addition to any retirement plan you had there, and also pass it on to your heirs. This is your legacy as well. So you have to be careful with it, both in the planning stage and once you actually do decide to pull the pin and sell it. Kowal Investment Group, now with five locations. And again, in Waukesha, world headquarters, in Madison, in Port Washington, now in Racine, at I-43 and Highway 20, so very visible, you said, from the freeway. Oh, yeah. I have not yet been to your receipt. It just opened up, right? Right. Actually, they went, did the final walkthrough on Thursday, so it's pretty exciting. Brand That's new. real new. Brand new. And then, uh, of course, you're in Phoenix, Arizona as well. Information online, thekowalway.com. Check it out. K-O-W-A-L is how you spell that, thekowalway.com. We're on WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. Uh, it is 1036, Jeff, on a Saturday morning. We'd love to take some of your retirement questions or calls if it has to do with taxes, Social Security. Some people just look at ca- uh, cash flow, Jeff, in retirement. Right. I mean, is that? Do you often ask that number? What's your number? What do you need monthly? Well, that's what we do, and it's it's interesting because we've we've uh, done seminars for years, and you know, I think I've mentioned this before, and John, you you can chime in too if you that we uh, you will ask how much income they want in retirement. It'll be quiet for a while, then they'll kind of look to eat both ways. Then somebody will say. Well, I want 100%. I want as much in retirement as I had when I was working. That's the big... Do you want the same? Do you need more? Or can you get by in less? But the idea is that you want... What you're saying is that... Because there are some formulas you need 60% approved. No. Whatever you're spending is what your net income. Now, you don't have contributions to 401k plans. You, you may have less money taken off for taxes, things like that. So it's a net spendable number. And that's what we go with. And what John had mentioned earlier with regard to inflation, it, it, uh, our process is called a streamlined retirement process. And one of the uh, activities in there is do, to do the cash flow analysis. And actually, John runs uh, a lot of those. And, and John, you don't stop, um, you don't stop retiring or uh, investing in the in retirement, correct? In other words, I retire, it's all over. I don't have to I don't have to save anymore. That's false. You do have to keep saving, right? Right. You know, uh, th- there is no magic bullet when it comes to your risk tolerance or, or asset allocation. There's some rules out there or, or suggestions like take the number 110 minus your age. Whatever's uh, left over is your stock exposure and the rest is bonds. I always hear the rule of 72. We've talked about that, right? That's a, that's a for one Paul. That's but different. that's not that your money doubles every yeah, yeah, two divide by the interest rate equals the number of years it takes uh, to double your money. Yeah. And that so. goes for inflation too. So if inflation is running at three percent and you use that rule of seventy two, everything in price should double every twenty four odd years. So we're you know, how many doubles of inflation do you have in your lifetime? So for the typical retiree in their mid sixties, they're gonna have one double and a and a half of prices. Yeah. And so That's we wanna make point. sure we're ahead yeah. of that. Um, but those cash flow analysis, you know, I did one for some clients the other day. So we've got Social Security, we've got a pension. Social Security and that pension took care of most of their outflows, and the rest was taken from their nest egg, their retirement assets to make ends meet. 
Um, and I always ask the clients, do you have any expensive hobbies? Will you travel a lot? Any home improvements? Are you going to buy a new car? You know, we want to make sure that these one-off expenses are addressed as well. That's lifestyle. I never thought about that. Let's say you're into horses or, or you've been doing something. I mean, there, there's a lot of expensive things. Traveling, maybe you like to golf. Or maybe you like to go to Vegas for a long weekend. Or you like to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, do something like that. It all costs money, Jeff, right? I mean, even if you golf twice a week yep. and you go out to dinner twice a week, you're talking hundreds of dollars for that week. Do you have it or not? You know, Are you going to want to live that nice retirement lifestyle or you just want to... Not many people are sitting on rocking chairs anymore, Jeff, like we used to talk right, about. Right. But you bring up a good point. It's a lifestyle issue and you have to be prepared emotionally and financially for you to address those and be able to support the lifestyle um, that... Uh, that you've grown accustomed to, and that's what we uh, look to do at the Cowal Investment Group. And that's why we, the reason why we do what we do is to try and help our clients. Our clients' interests have always come first. We've always acted as fiduciaries, putting their interests first. So in that process, we try to make sure that we address all the things that we would if it were our situation. What do we want to know about inflation, about um, uh, managing our assets? Um, you know, and we, we've got a lot of resources that we can use. And you mentioned the website, thecowalway.com. You can schedule your initial consultation by going to thecowalway.com. But there's also some information on there and planning and, and uh, things we've done in the past that I think are pretty interesting as well. And if you'd like to call the office at the Coal Investment Group, here's the phone number, 262 522 Two six two five two two forty forty, or that toll free number is eight seven seven five six zero forty forty. And I should mention we're on Twitter. Our handle is at Cowal underscore invest. And we're also on LinkedIn. We do post a lot of articles on LinkedIn. Um, the most recent one being our two thousand nineteen outlook. Um, that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, constantly putting things on LinkedIn that people can read as well. Uh, Facebook page. Yes, you can look yep. up Cowal Investment Group as well. Exactly, yeah, Facebook as well. Uh, we Jeff and I always forget the social media, so we thank you, <laughs> younger guys, for always reminding us about the social media website. So yeah, all over Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. In addition, the website, thecowalway.com. Any tease as to what we're doing in today's sexy segment, Jeff? Well, it's, again, it's about money, and it's beat the exit bubble. So this is for business owners. Before everybody is going to run to the door, make sure you get your money first. So Beat the exit bubble. That's coming up next. It's our sexy segment. It's about wealth management and preservation each week on WISN and WIBA, the retirement clinic. You like, you like the music? Beach, Beach boys. boys, of course. Boys. Fits right in with our weather. That's right. Actually, it kind of makes you, you know, look forward to summer a little bit. Crank it up, Spencer. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Time for the sexy segment, WISN, WIBA. You are tuned in to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, and financial advisor, John White. What do you got for us today, Jeff? Well, this is, uh, yeah, I'm on. Uh, it's that, that, the light doesn't go out. So I know, it's freaking I have, everybody yeah, out. Yeah. Um, uh, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Um, it used to be hard to come to a million dollars, and I'm not saying that's easy, but if you have a $500,000 home, if you have $500,000 in your retirement plan, you're already at a million dollars. If you have a, a million dollar life insurance policy, you're at $2 million. If you have a cabin up north or some other investments, you may be at three or $4 million. If you own your business, you may be at five or $10 million. If you get an inheritance, you could have millions of dollars. Um, 
this segment is for you. What do you do once you've accumulated a certain amount of wealth or once you become suddenly wealthy? How do you handle it? And that's what we've, for the last decade, we've been using this segment to address those issues. Uh, this one, um, where is, the, I can't see the author on this. Uh, 10C Holman is the, the author of this. Uh, Beat the Exit Bubble, Bubble is the title. Beat the Exit Bubble. Five tips for selling your business and retiring. With five million baby boomers set to exit their businesses and retire over the next five years, it's critical for business owners to begin planning immediately. Again, we have over the years, we've tried to, to come up with uh, um, uh, topics that are affect uh, our clients and our retirees and people who might have an interest in working with us. But the majority of business owners are planning on their proceeds from the sale of business to fund their retirement. However, the 2013 state, and this was a recent article, 2013 State of the Owner Readiness Survey revealed that over 80% of business owners have no formal transition plan. That's pretty interesting. Uh, over 80%. Over 80%. Don't know what they're going to do with their businesses if something happens to the owner. Historically, only 25% of businesses are up for sale actually sell. Those odds are likely to become worse as millions of baby boomers attempt to sell their businesses over the next decade in the exit bubble. Combine the lack of readiness with historically low um, success rates for business. So, so what do you do? What are, what are things that you can do? One is start planning now, which we talked about before. It's never too early or too late to start planning for a sale of your business. And you know, the, with the economy as good as it is, and acquisitions and, and um, mergers, um, and there's, interest rates are still pretty low, this may be a good time. Even if you, don't, if you think that your business, that you may be two or three years out before you sell your business, now it's not a bad idea to start planning now. Next, create a uh, clear vision of what comes next. One of the biggest reasons businesses don't sell is that business owners don't have a vision of what they want to do next. They can't imagine not being the owner of XYZ company. And then we talked about that a little bit before, that my identity is tied up in, in this business. You know, it, For a lot of business owners, that's the case. Next, be armed with the fact. It's natural that as a business owner, you value your business higher than most. This is what I mentioned before. You think your house is worth more. You think your car, if you're selling your car, it's worth more than somebody's willing to pay for it. Same is true with businesses, that you spent your years of blood, sweat, and tears building your company and know it inside and out. Unfortunately, buyers don't have the same level of your, and understanding of your legacy. Next, minimize surprises. Surprises are fun for birthday parties. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, but not for when you're selling your business. No, that's not a good surprise. Tell you when you're dealing with the, you know, to, with potential buyer, it's, it's human nature to want to avoid uh, discussing the negative, such as troubled customer relationship. But uh, especially for a proud business owner, you say everything's fine, everything's good. But you know, you kind of have to minimize the surprises. You don't want them if you're doing an audit or if they ask some information and they find out, you can say, why don't you tell me about this? So you want to minimize surprises, both for the potential buyer and for yourself. Next is don't take it personally. Due diligence is the most personal thing will you do in business. It's critical you don't take it personally. This is interesting because uh, you know when we've had looked at other businesses, um, you know, we have to get financial numbers we have to get some information um and if there's we're usually 
you, you just can't take it personal. It's a, it's a financial thing. When you're, when somebody's looking at your business. But boy, you're so close to the forest. You know, it's one of those things, Jeff. You, you do take it personally. Right. You're, you're saying you got to do your best to right. strip emotions. Yes. Which is hard to do. Yep. And the last thing is, and this is, this is me and, and John. So the, John and me, this is plan for sudden wealth. Again, this is what I mentioned earlier. Now, when we work with our clients, we try to address the tax issues before they occur. You don't want to be surprised by that. Next, once you do get a, 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 a proceeds from the sale of your business, it may come all at once. It may come in periodically, but you want to be prepared to know where you're going to invest that. How are you going to handle that a lot of mo the money that does come in? Next, um, you've been drawing a paycheck from your company for all these years. Now what do you do? Uh, where's your income going to come from? Is it going to come from Social Security? Is it going to come only from the sale of your business? Is it going to come from investments? Where is that income going to come from? Yeah, and usually Social Security alone is not near enough, Jeff, That's right. to get by on. And one of the reasons you were in business and took risk yourself is so that you would have more than that, uh, more than just the Social Security. Next is your legacy for kids and grandkids. Is this your legacy? So you want to make sure that you have plans for that. Again, it's not, and that's where the retirement planning process comes in. Where we work with our clients, let's say you have $2 million or $750,000. The idea is that no matter what amount of money you have, you'd like to preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass that on to your heirs. For most of our clients, they'd like to give their kids a head start or help them out. You don't want to tap it entirely, do you? Drain it down to zero. Well, you know, there's that thought that you could screw up and live a long time. Yeah. So you have to be careful to make sure that there's And you don't know reserve. that date, do you? That's right. So that if you plan for life expectancy at 85 and you live till 92, you want to make sure that you have planned for that. So that's what we do with our clients. Uh, plan for your lifestyle and hopefully... Uh, you've instituted a retirement plan, uh, and then you, you, what do you do with the rollover? What do you do with the assets? So all those things come into play. That's good stuff, Jeff. And you never know what to plan for. Uh, health is a big factor in retirement. Yes. As we age, you don't know what's going to happen with your yep. health and, and how much is it And for business owners, cost? you've addressed it during your lifetime. You've, you've had to have health insurance for yourself and your family. Did you have a group plan? Now what happens once you leave? Chances are those group plans don't follow you once you retire. So those are all, or sell your business. That is today's sexy segment. Very, very yeah, pretty good, good wasn't it? Pretty good stuff, Jeff. <laughs> um, all, now, where is that from? Your earlier info was from Forbes, or is this just from the uh, the Jeff Kowal? There's an author that I follow that, uh, Tanise Holman, uh, business consulting specialist. Uh, there's a guy that uh, Tim Bullard is with Great Lakes. Uh, um, they advertise here. Uh, sell your businesses. Oh, yeah. and Tim's a pretty good guy, he, he, and we've worked with him. We got to drag him on the show sometime. <laughs> drag him on. <laughs> Bring him on the show sometime <laughs> yeah. to talk about selling your business because he, he's he, he speaks well. He communicates well with regard to the, the hazards with selling your business. Yeah, well, drag him in here some week, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll get him on. Uh, Speaking of dragging in, you dragged John White in here today. And after the break, we've got some final comments from financial advisor John White and, of course, your host, Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. We'll be right back. Back with Jeff Kowal and the retirement cl uh, clinic continues, say that fast, on WIBA and WISN. Now, we've got John White here, and we've got just a few minutes left, but John, you've got an article you wanted to cover on a retiree's guide to some key dates in this year, 2019. There's important dates. Yeah, and this is uh, an article from Kiplinger. That's a, come on for it there. Um, so, January. 
Uh, so it's never too early to start thinking about 2019 taxes, where everyone's thinking about 2018, but we're saying 2019, let's focus on that a little bit. Because, get, get ahead of it. Exactly, because 401k limits have gone up th this year. So basically, if you're under 50 years old, you can put up to $19,000 a year into your 401k, which is about $1,583 a month. If you're older than 50, you can put in an additional 6000 in, so 25000 uh, and then for the first time, the contribution limits for IRAs go up in 2019 to $6,000. And uh, for those that are 50, year old, or 50 years old or older, it's another 1000 so that's 7000 So that's the first time the IRA contributions uh, limits have gone up in six years. So that takes care of January. If we jump into April now, if you turn seven and a half in 2018, April 1st is the deadline to take your first required minimum distribution from your IRA or 401k. First timers will get a one-time extension on their, their required minimum distribution. Uh, and then basically to figure out your first RMD, which is due on April 1st of 2019, divide um, the, the 2017 year end balance uh, by your the factor that the IRS provides on their 590. 27.4. So. 27.4, yeah. <laughs> wow. Divide that in and you'll get your uh, required minimum distribution amount. Uh, and he was right. That was 2017 because your first, if you turned seven and a half last year, it's based on December 2017 numbers. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Uh, April 15th, this is the deadline for getting your 2018 tax return in. Um, so obviously be sure to do that. Um, you can file for a six-month extension if you need more time, but you'll still need to pay any taxes owed by this date. Um, and of course, if we jump into July now, so we're in the middle of this year, it's a lot warmer than it is now. Um, IRA qualified charitable distributions are available to those who are seven and a half or older or a QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. This allows an IRA owner to directly transfer up to $100,000 annually from their IRA to a charity of their choosing. The money can count towards the IRA required minimum distribution for that year, but it doesn't show up on your adjusted gross income. So anytime during the year you can do it, July is a good time to look at if you haven't done it by then. Yeah. Uh, any other key dates? Uh, yeah, so we got uh, December 31st. This is uh, your uh, your last-minute tax moves to shave any 2019 tax tab uh, basically by this day. December 31st is also the deadline to make 401k contributions or to do Roth conversions for 2019. People are like, wait a minute, planning for 2019 taxes? I I've still haven't finished a 2018 yet. <laughs> but it is staying one step ahead and getting out in front of it. Jeff, uh, first off, we thank John White today. A lot of good information. Good stuff, John. Thank you so much. You're welcome. With the Kowal Investment Group, Jeff Kowal is here, and you're on WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee, Monday through Friday. You're That's on right. as well. Business reports, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock, WISN in Milwaukee, uh, 5 o'clock news blocks, uh, and then 4.55 on WIBA in Madison. Uh, if you have $750,000 or more retirement assets, are close to our in retirement, or serious about your planning, uh, do give us a call, 877-560-4040, uh, 262-522-4040, or better yet, you can schedule or request an appointment to go to the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. And now with the Racine location, you added just this last week. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. Thanks. You too, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. WISN and WIBA Madison, the Retirement Clinic. We'll see you next weekend.